Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Life Rewired podcast. Thank you guys again for joining us on this Sunday. And as always, before we begin, this podcast is brought to you by our people at Visionary Meals. Visionary Meals is a local meal prepping service in the Columbus, Ohio area. You know, we love this specific service because they allow you to customize meals and, you know, edit the meals in order to get your specific calories and macros that you need personally. And on top of that, you guys know that protein is one of the most important macronutrients that we can consume. And Visionary does a great job of allowing you to add upwards of eight to 10 ounces per meal, while most other meal services out there, you know, cap their protein at one specific amount. So if you guys use our code Relentless Training 10, you will get 10% off your entire order. And this podcast is also brought to you by the Relentless Training mobile app. With the monthly app subscription, you guys get access to daily on-demand workouts from six completely different training programs, including strength and conditioning, high-intensity interval strength training, power building, cross training, bodybuilding, and body weight only. For our listeners here, you guys will get $10 off the life of your subscription using code LIFEREWIRED10. Both discount codes will be included in the show notes below. All right. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the balance with nutrition around the holiday season. And this does not just apply to the holiday season. That's just the reason why this idea was sparked for us. But you can use these tips and tricks. We're going to give you five tangible tips to navigate nutrition and create balance in your life. But you can use these for any holiday, any celebration, everyday life, any weekend festivity. You can use this for just about anything, honestly, with navigating nutrition. So we're going to give you guys a ton of tips and also share our past when it comes to the holidays um, because a lot of people use that as an excuse to go all out. And we used to be those people. We'll share and get a little vulnerable at that. But I do want to start this off by saying that, you know, the holidays are two days out of the next two months. It's not an excuse to push off your fitness goals for the rest of the year. A lot of people do that and get caught up in the moment and just consume a lot of calories and just continue that snowball effect until New Year's hits and then they outwork everything they gained. So just really look at it from the perspective of it's just two days with these five tips we're going to give you. You can navigate the holidays, still reach your goals. And obviously we're personal trainers, so we use these tips with our clients. I'm also precision nutrition certified and Zach and I use these tips to help coach our clients and ourselves through the holidays and just, you know, create balance and nutrition all year long. Yeah. So exactly like Christina said, guys, these are things with it being timely um, with, you know, Thanksgiving coming up, we wanted to touch on some of these topics, but these are also just very much so everyday things that you guys can use in your lives. And we're going to touch on, you know, even more general nutrition topics as it applies to, you know, how we navigated things in the past, things we did wrong, things we did incorrect, and kind of how we have adjusted, um, open to, you know, trying different things, and really kind of just critiquing our routines to, you know, have the success with our nutrition that we've had so far. And again, anytime we talk from this perspective, guys, you know, we're not perfect. We've made mistakes in the past. You know, we still battle, you know, the, the nutrition just like all of you guys do. We're still tempted. You know, we still have to make hard decisions. But we just want to give you guys information that's going to help you, you know, navigate your individual lives probably a little bit better after you, you know, hear this podcast. So as Christina said, you know, there's five tips that we want to kind of help you guys with. And first and foremost, the first thing we wanted to touch on is your mindset and your perspective, you know, with your nutrition. I think a lot of us are heavily, heavily struggling when it comes to how we look at and approach our nutrition. You know, 
whether it's how you navigate buying groceries, how you navigate, you know, eating out, you know, we all kind of have this predisposed idea of what is, you know, deemed healthy per se. And I think that that's heavily, heavily influenced by everything we see on social media, by, you know, people that are in the fitness industry, articles from, you know, men's health, from women's health, from, you know, big platforms that get a lot of press, get a lot of marketing. And honestly, you know, from both of us navigating this journey, you know, a lot that you guys see out there that's marketed to you is false. You know, a lot of it is using, you know, emotions, um, tact basically emotional tactics to try to get you to buy into diet fads, to get you to buy in, making these drastic changes to your lifestyle and to your nutrition, when in reality, it really, really comes back to the fundamentals, very fundamental things that's going to help you guys reach your goals, whether you're someone who's trying to lose weight, gain weight, maintain, I don't care what it is, it all falls back on very simple fundamentals, but we get very distracted and by all the clutter that we see you know, online and around us in society today. And I think that that really makes our job extremely difficult as individuals, you know, trying not just as, you know, fitness professionals, but as just individuals trying to navigate what is healthy. How do we lose weight? Because, you know, I, this just hits home, you know, big time with me. And I know Christina can share her kind of background, but I've always kind of been the bigger dude. You know, I've always been like a thick dude. Like, I, I mean, I was a 10 pound, eight ounce baby. <laughs> so any of you listening to this, I have never been your stereotypical, you know, just out of the womb, shredded, you know, lean guy, like a lot of guys out there that, you know, try to give advice on this topic. Like I have really struggled in the past to, you know, lose weight. I've struggled in the past to, you know, lower my body fat and things like that, the way I looked. The way I felt too, that's another thing we're going to talk about. And so I am really speaking from the perspective of someone who has been frustrated, frustrated, who has been misguided by all the BS that you see. I have tried, you know, stupid extremes and a stupid diet fads, and I'll be the first one to admit that. Um, and that's really the perspective that we're talking from guys. And especially what I'm about to kind of go into with your mindset and your perspective is just, you know, I have been there. I, I see where a lot of you are struggling, I get it. You know, it's been a really, really long journey for me trying to figure out how to navigate a successful routine that not only helps me reach aesthetic goals, but also has me feeling well, you know, feeling good, performing good, um, everything along those lines. So I think, you know, first and foremost, when it comes to your mindset and perspective, I think a lot of us from the general sense really have an all or nothing mindset. You know, we really view things as like, Hey, we're either eating totally healthy and throwing out alcohol, throwing out sweets, throwing out our favorite foods that we like to, you know, indulge on, or on the flip side, you know, we're binging on all that. We're drinking all the time, you know, consuming anything we want and we don't care. It's, it's a very much so, you know, all or nothing mentality and really, you know, where I struggled in the past with that. Um, and I've talked about it, you know, on this podcast and with stuff on my own personal, you know, social media and things like that. But I really fell into the trap early on throughout, you know, college as well as, you know, as I was working my first job with the whole keto craze, you know, buying into the fad diet of, you know, heavily restricting carbohydrates, you know, really nailing like the protein and the fats. Um, when in reality, you know, I was so clouded by a diet fad like, like keto that I wasn't really focusing on what really mattered. And I'm here to tell you guys, no matter what, you know, diet trend you get you know, enticed by or attracted to, um, it all comes back to your overall caloric intake. Okay. So, you know, for me, 
I was doing what a lot, a lot of people call, you know, the dirty keto where, you know, you're just eating a bunch of unhealthy, you know, proteins and fats because that's just what, you know, a lot of these articles, a lot of the marketing talk about, you know, they talk about, you know, heavily restrict carbohydrates, you know, focus on protein and fats, but no one talks about the calories. So you have a whole lot of people out there following a ketogenic style diet that are all in a heavy, heavy, heavy surplus and are heavily struggling to lose weight in any, you know, in any sense. And I think that was something that I struggled with. You know, I viewed it as, oh, you know, keto equals weight loss, keto equals fat loss. And when in reality, it was actually causing me to eat in a significant surplus. And I was having a really hard time, you know, losing weight, getting leaner, you know, changing my physique, because I did have that all or nothing mindset where it was either, you know, I have to go to the extreme where I cut these things out, or, you know, if I'm going to let them in, it's, it's just going to, I'm going to go crazy and I'm going to binge. Um, and so I think that for a lot of you listening, you're probably experiencing a little bit of that. You know, you have a weekend where, you know, you, you go out with friends, you have some drinks and you start just, you know, going off the rails with eating, you know, drunk food the next day or, you know, trickling over into the week and saying, oh, you know, I can eat out for lunch because, you know, I had a week, a, a weekend that I splurged and, you know, I'm not going to reel it in. I'm just going to kind of let it trickle into my week. And then before you know it, you're just in this cycle of um, really no discipline, no moderation, no balance. And I think that that can affect, you know, a lot of us. And I think a lot of people out there are looking for, you know, quick fixes, quick diet fads, the short-term gratification. And I'm telling you guys right now from someone who has drastically changed like my own physique and the way I look and move and feel, you know, it is not a short-term process. It takes a long time. It takes, you know, long-term discipline. And we're not going to sit here and sell you guys on any sort of, you know, unrealistic diet fat or unrealistic expectations. We're going to give you, give it to you exactly how it is. Um, and so that's kind of a little bit of my background, you know, on where I've kind of gone to the all or nothing mindset. And even as I kind of phased, you know, off of that whole ketogenic diet, I still would be the, you know, person that got to the weekend, you know, I severely under eat during the week, and then I get to the weekend, and it was like, all bets off, you know, just eat anything and everything, because I was restricting myself, I was, you know, not giving my body even remotely the amount of nutrients that it needed in order to function properly, perform properly on a daily basis. So I know we're throwing a lot of things at you guys right off the bat, but you know, that is something, multiple areas where, you know, I know I've struggled in the past and we're going to kind of dive into deeper how I kind of change some of those things, but that definitely kind of shows and gives you guys an example of, you know, where I've personally been as an individual trying to navigate my nutrition. You know, I've made mistakes. I've messed up. I've gone to extremes, but I've learned from those things. And that's kind of what motivates me to help you guys understand, you know, where you can get better individually. Yeah, my story is very, very similar. I think we all struggle with that. all or nothing, the fads over fundamentals. Um, but Previously, when I was, you know, going holiday season, I would restrict all week long. I was doing Pinterest dyes. I was doing this, that, and the other. And so my weekly calories during Monday through Friday were super low, way too low. My fitness pal telling me to eat 1,200 calories or less to lose weight. And then on the weekends, going overboard. Like, I look forward to the weekends to go all out because I did so good during the week that I could undo basically everything I did. So my average weekly calories were all over the place. I thought I was in a deficit because I was eating clean foods all week, 100% of the time. And then on the weekends, it was just unsustainable, which is what a lot of these fads are, just truly unsustainable. And I get a lot of clients who struggled with 
fads in the past. And the reason why you come to a coach later on is because you can't maintain that for your whole life. And all these tips we're going to give you are habits you can take for the rest of your life and like make it a lifestyle. That's the whole goal of what we're talking about here and our whole coaching style. But, um, back to previous Chris, um, she would, her average calories were all over the place. And so I could never change my body. I was just like running on a hamster wheel, literally going to the gym, just running, no lifting. We're not talking about working out right now, but I was eating like a thousand calories, running all the time on the weekends, just blowing all out the window. So obviously my body was never changing. I was frustrated. I probably hurt my metabolism quite a bit. Uh, but then when the holidays came around, I looked forward to the food so much, not even the people I was going to be surrounded with, but I was at the food table the whole time. I was just eating, 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 couldn't stop. I would like unbutton my pants at dinner because I ate so much <laughs> back when I would wear jeans on Thanksgiving, but it was uncomfortable and I realized like I can't do this anymore. So what happens the next day? You restrict. You're like, oh wow, I can't eat today or I'm going to intermittent fast all day long because I feel like crap and it's just a vicious cycle. And the next holiday comes around and you do it all over again because you never truly learn your lesson until you do something that's sustainable all the time, not just after a holiday, right before a holiday, right before a trip, right after a trip. You have to have these fundamentals in your life all year long, regardless of its holiday season or you got nothing going on, your lifestyle habits build up over time and your foundation will be strong enough to carry you through the holiday season. So old me all over the place, very restrictive, all or nothing, bouncing around. And now we have these habits in place all year long, so we don't have to change anything. We just use these five tips we're going to give you guys in the mindset and perspective that we're talking about right here is the number one thing that you have to get under control. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've definitely been there myself too, like with the holidays, you know, especially with Thanksgiving coming up, you know, very infamous holiday for overeating, overindulging, you know, I always kind of use it as an excuse myself to, you know, completely go, you know, balls to the wall, eat so much throughout the day where, you know, you're eating double, triple, even quadruple the amount of calories that you would normally eat on a daily basis. And, you know, it really comes back to, you know, understanding how to approach, you know, a situation like that, how to approach it, how to approach the holidays with, you know, these strategies that we're going to talk about. Yeah. And so number two is just really planning ahead and bringing along foods that align with your goals. So the number one thing is like communicating your nutritional preferences. Like I have a lot of food intolerances. I'm very vocal about that. And also like, I feel like the people in your life understand that you're like the healthy person or the fit person. And I know a lot of people can put their projections on you and kind of make that as an insult, but it's really not. And we'll talk about that here in a second. But if you communicate your needs, if you're traveling for Thanksgiving, you're going home or you're traveling home, just even if it's not a holiday weekend, I think it's important to set yourself up for success. Because if you don't have any of those foods that align with your goals, I call these goal foods. Most of what you eat for the holidays are my mom, you know, our family's love language is food. So they have a lot of soul food, sweets, you know, goodies, things like that, comfort foods. So we bring gold foods with us. So for instance, last year we drove to Zach's family in St. Louis. And on the way we picked up our favorite, was it turkey, beef sticks? Um, <laughs> yeah. We got some protein bars, protein bars. We bought protein shakes. We got like fruits, nuts, things like that. And just like brought it with us. And you don't have to like pack a lunchbox and make it a whole thing. You can just like throw it in your purse. If you're a girl listening to this, if you're a guy, have your girlfriend pack it in her bag. Um, and it's just something simple. You can grab it on the way or just stop at your grocery store on the way out. And so we had those for the ride there, for the ride back. So when we got there, we weren't starving. We didn't give in to like soul food on the way home and just like set up 
ourselves up for failure pretty much. Um, and then while we are there, also they know what kind of foods, snacks we like. We give them kind of a little grocery list and so those foods are there for us so that when we do get a craving or we do get hungry, we have something that aligns with our goals versus just giving in because it's the holiday weekend or giving in because we're home and it's, you know, comfort foods. But basically a lot of people, what I hear from clients and old me was that people in your life don't understand what you're doing basically with your health and fitness. So some people aren't so accepting. Luckily, our families are very accepting, but most people struggle with comments from people like, oh, you're not going to eat that. Oh, you're restricting or you're on this diet, you're on that diet. But nine times out of 10, it's a projection of their own food choices and their own habits. And they're pushing that on you because they don't see how they could choose something healthier, how they could eat protein instead of, you know, all of the <laughs> sides sweet potato casserole, all of that. Um, so the habits that you are bringing to the table, some people may push their projection, projections onto you, but it also comes down to how you verbalize your goals. If you're sounding miserable and you're like, oh, I can't have that on my diet, or if you just say, I can't have that, or um, you're restricted or anything, like the verbiage you use is very important because if your family thinks you're miserable, they're going to try and sway you to eat the soul foods. They're going to sway you to eat the comfort foods because they think that you're unhappy. But if you say like, oh, I'm not hungry or, oh, no, I don't want that or oh, that doesn't align with my goals or I'm full, just say you're full. That's it. <laughs> and build your own plate. You can make your own decisions on what aligns with your goals. And then at the day, it comes down to what you value, not what they value on their plate. Yeah. And like, I think it just comes back to, you know, if you guys haven't noticed by now, you know, a lot of the things we're talking about is just it's not normal. You know, help being healthy, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, in our day and age and our world we live in is just, it's just not, we're not healthy individuals. It's, it's not common. It's not popular. You know, what's popular are the, you know, huge soda brands, the huge snack brands, you know, there's not many, you know, healthy food brands that are, you know, getting a whole lot of press and attention and marketing. So, you know, we live in a culture, you know, right now where healthy is rare and people are going to look at you funny. People are going to, you know, make fun of you. They're going to judge you. They're going to do these things when in, at the end of the day, you guys have specific goals, you know, you guys have specific places that you want to go, you know, in your own individual fitness and training journey, no matter what it is. And we're not just talking about, you know, getting shredded, getting awesome aesthetics and, and stuff like that. We're just talking about being healthy, you know, making, making healthy decisions. And, you know, again, that's rare. And it's something that's going to be frowned upon. And you guys just have to put on blinders, you have to just, you know, make decisions that align with what you want at the end of the day. And, like Christina said, anybody who's going to judge you for that, it's typically just a projection of, you know, their own choices that they're making. You know, they see you and it puts tension, you know, in their psyche. And um, so just put on blinders, you know, make decisions that, you know, align with you, that align with your goals, because, you know, you're trying to think about it this way. I mean, you guys are trying to achieve things also that aren't common. So you're clearly going to have to make decisions. You're going to have to, you know, live a life that is uncommon when it comes to your everyday life, your nutrition, um, the things that you do value when it comes to your nutrition. So um, I think like Christina said, preparing is amazing. You know, setting yourself up for failure is one of the like easiest ways to just get derailed. You know, I think a lot of us will get really hungry if we're traveling and, you know, the first thing we can turn to is, you know, one of the desserts or one of the, you know, more processed foods that we can just get real quick versus, you know, planning ahead, preparing, setting yourself up for success where you do know, you know, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm accounting for, you know, this meal or this snack. So you're covered, you know, you've done, you've done the preparation and the work ahead of time so that you're setting yourself up for success. 
All right, guys, and then on to number three. So balance, really, you know, balance is something that's thrown around, I think, way too much, you know, and especially in the fitness industry and, you know, in the health and wellness spaces, you know, you got to find balance. But at the end of the day, guys, it's it's the overall calories. We always fall back to that. It's the overall calorie amount that is actually what's going to, you know, have you gaining weight. Um, it's not going to be the carbs themselves. So we really suggest you know, for you guys to build plates around, you know, protein and vegetables, you know, high in fiber, um, and then fill the rest with things that you enjoy, you know, those soul foods like Christina, you know, keeps mentioning, you know, I would focus on really trying to build most of your plates around those protein and veggies, because pro protein is going to be, you know, the most satiating food that you guys can consume, it's going to keep you full, it's going to keep you satisfied. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, a lot of times we're just mindlessly eating when it comes to, you know, Thanksgiving, the holidays, or even in our everyday life, it comes down to, you know, not really understanding why we're doing what we're doing. We're just doing it because, you know, it's in front of us, it's available. Um, there's not much, you know, intention behind it. There's no real purpose to it. We just want to do it, you know, because it sounds good. It feels good, things like that. Um, so really focus on, you know, finding that balance by building, you know, a plate or your meals around those protein and vegetables. Because at the end of the day, those are two sources of food that are heavily under eaten, while you know, the carbs, the soul foods, the sweets, the desserts, those are obviously the ones that are heavily or over consumed, I should say. Yeah, and we're not saying to like restrict from any foods, but if you look at your plate and the whole thing is like soul food, what I'm talking about is like the sweets, the calorie dense foods, obviously you're going to be hungry shortly after because protein is very filling, vegetables are very filling, but just look at your plate and put what you want on there, focus it around protein, but just don't go up for seconds. That's it. We teach our clients the one plate rule because you can put what you want on that plate. Just make sure you have protein, have some vegetables just so you're not eating complete soul food. But then if you just drink water, stay away from the table and focus on what's important, then you're not going to overconsume calories, which like we said is the overall way to stay in alignment with your goals, calorie surplus, or at maintenance on that day. I know I won't be tracking, but if I use this balance rule to create my plate, then I'm set up for success. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I think causes a lot of people to overeat, as Zach was saying, is food intolerances. Like I said, I have a lot. And a lot of people like at weddings or holiday celebrations or when you go home to see family um, who maybe don't understand food intolerances or whatever you have going on, um, if you consume, like, for instance, me eating dairy. If you consume dairy just subconsciously, like the bloating that happens, the you know, feeling that you get in your stomach, you just keep eating because you feel like I ruined the day. My stomach already hurts. Might as well keep going. So nine times out of 10, when I hear someone like over eight, it was because they ate a food they were intolerant to, or they were just mindlessly eating. So being mindful is the number one thing, having that moderation, and then just preventing yourself from falling into that, the day's already ruined. So why not keep going? That's just going to help prevent you from ruining your progress with one weekend or one day um, with the holidays coming up. And the next thing kind of goes hand in hand with this balance one because protein is a very satiating food, so is fiber, but eat satiating foods, which just means eat foods that fill you up for a longer period of time. A lot of processed foods and a lot of sweets leave you hungry very shortly after. That's why you go up for seconds and thirds and sometimes fourths. That used to be me. I would eat like three or four Thanksgiving dinners and all the dessert. But if you front load your day, so I always recommend front load your day with protein, fiber, and a lot of water because if you go into a situation and you're like... We both have been guilty of this before. If you fast like all day long because you're like, I'm going to eat a lot of calories later. You go into it and you just go wild. Binge. There's no holding you back yet. It's, it develops an unhealthy relationship with food in these family situations or just any 
celebration. But if you front load your day, meaning you eat protein for breakfast, you have fiber in your day, and you drink a good amount of water, you're going to go in with some fullness already. You're not going to go crazy because you're not that hungry, but you can still eat the foods you enjoy. You can still be mindful. But if you have a high protein breakfast, like eggs, egg whites, turkey bacon, a protein shake, something like that, um, myself and Precision Nutrition um, do recommend before like a holiday or like even on the weekends, I always have a super shake for breakfast, which is just protein, fat, fiber, and then like fruits and vegetables, like micronutrients. Cause a lot of what you eat when you're with family or out with friends, any celebration you have, it's a lot of um, calorically dense foods, but not a lot of like micronutrients. So if you have a protein shake with fiber and it has micronutrients and all of that, it will keep you full in the morning and you won't go into a situation just like super high hunger levels. You'll be satiated, which helps you make smarter decisions. And another thing that will help set you up for success the morning of, I know a lot of people have like a Thanksgiving brunch and they can have cinnamon rolls, pancakes, waffles, the whole shebang, um, mimosas, all of that is very high in sugar. And we're not like saying sugar is we're not demonizing sugar or anything like that, but it's just like ingrained. It's just so in your... easily overconsumed. Yeah, and it's just ingrained in your brain too that if you have something that's sweet for breakfast, it you're more likely to have sweets throughout the day. You're more likely to crave more sweet foods or soul foods throughout the entire day. So I do recommend having like a savory breakfast or one of those super shakes that I mentioned to just set your hunger levels up for success. Yeah, and I think with the with Christina talking about you know sweets and things like that, like think of. A quick example of like an apple, you know, an apple is obviously, you know, a fruit, but it has, you know, a decent amount of sugar in it. But if you were to sit there, you know, and consume, you know, an apple and peanut butter, you know, you're going to be a whole lot more full versus, you know, eating a cinnamon roll. I mean, like if I had, I'm, I'm one of those individuals that, I mean, I can eat a lot and, you know, I really have to work to consume more, you know, satiating foods myself. That's actually a strategy that has helped me tremendously because, you know, I realized over time, you know, a lot of the foods I, w I was eating were not very satiating. They were very, you know, just empty. I could eat and eat and eat and eat on those foods. And, you know, I wasn't actually satisfied. I wasn't actually, you know, my body wasn't feeling necessarily, you know, full um, or telling me, you know, to stop, you know, eating when I would just keep going. And back to kind of my example, like if you were to put you know, the peanut butter and apples in front of me, that's going to fill me up a whole lot more than, you know, the cinnamon rolls. You know, I could sit there and probably eat a whole tray of cinnamon rolls back to back to back. And a lot of you are probably thinking, you know, well, Zach, you know, the cinnamon rolls sound a hundred times better than the apple and peanut butter. And yeah, I get that. But, you know, when it comes to setting yourself up for success, you're going to sometimes have to make, you know, those tough decisions and really kind of, you know, hold yourself accountable on not going over the top, not, you know, binging out on, you know, one thing. And because a lot of times what we find, especially with like when we're working with clients or, you know, we're even trying to navigate this ourselves, you know, we heavily, heavily overeat so much in the moment and then we don't even give it time to catch up with us. We don't allow it to even process in our bodies. And, you know, I feel like that can very much so easily happen with a lot of the sweets that we were just talking about. So again, guys, for the uh, fifth piece that we wanted to talk about, is really just deciding your non-negotiables. So figuring out, you know, things that you are looking forward to consuming, whether that be your favorite dessert, your sides, um, or all of the above, you know, having those few items, you know, that you look forward to versus just, you know, eating everything in sight. I think this really just comes back to start eating and consuming with purpose. You know, I feel like a lot of us just blindly are just consuming whatever looks good, sounds good, is in front of us. And it's just, you know, an all out 
you know, whatever. Like we just don't even think about what it is we're doing. We just overconsume, we overeat, and we're not really eating with purpose. And that's why it goes back to, you know, consuming the satiating foods, leading with that protein. Like those are strategies that allow you to start eating with purpose. We know that, you know, protein is so important, you know, for our metabolism. We know that protein helps us maintain our muscle mass. We know it helps to gain muscle. Um, it actually, you know, breaks down energy, aka calories to even, you know, digest. digest the protein in general. So there's so many awesome benefits that we know protein offers. You know, I think it's just super important to start deciding, you know, to eat with purpose versus just eating just because. Yeah, and I think that comes down to also just like deciding what's actually worth it. I think with the holidays and just like being home, I know that there can be a lot of options there for you. And there's certain holidays where I look forward to like one dessert specifically. And I go into it saying like, that's the one thing I want, most likely a dairy free option. But there's one thing I'm looking forward to, I'm not going to have a piece of every single dessert. I'm just going to have that one that I'm looking forward to and enjoy it. Because if you're just eating all of it, you're not actually enjoying it anyways, you're just eating it because it's there. So decide your non-negotiables with desserts and also with the drinks that you're choosing too. You don't have to restrict yourself from mimosas at brunch or you don't have to restrict yourself from like a pumpkin beer with your family. I know I'll probably drink a pumpkin beer on Thursday, but I recommend like just having one of those drinks you look forward to and then switching it out after that for a low calorie option. So like seltzers, vodka, tequila, soda, champagne, or wine are like lower calorie compared to like very high sugar drinks or high calorie beers. So if you're going to have that, just like have it non-negotiable. You're like, I'm just going to have one. You really enjoy it and value it more than just eating it in mass amounts and then switch to that lower calorie option from there. So you can eat with purpose and, you know, step away from the food table also. When you're socializing, that helps you from eating mindlessly. If you step away and like sit in the living room, like have a plate of appetizers, but if you're at the appetizer table socializing, you're more likely just to eat because you're standing there and it's right in front of you. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, I don't care what, you know, your specific goals are. Um, at the end of the day, I just don't want to feel like shit. Like a lot of you guys know what that feels like when you just, or you're over consuming on things. And then at the end, after the fact, you're like, you know, why did I just do that? I feel like crap. You know, that didn't, that wasn't all that I thought it was going to be, you know, that, that satisfaction of that dessert or, you know, that overindulgence on, you know, the macaroni, the, the mashed potatoes, the, the sweet potatoes, whatever it might be, you know, um, any specific food that you just in, oh, completely overate on, you know, everyone knows what it feels like to sit there and be like, okay, I, this, this does not feel good. I feel like crap now. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, a lot of these things that we're telling you guys, um, we want you to feel good. We want you to enjoy your time. We want you to, you know, enjoy your experience with the holidays, with just your day-to-day -day eating in general, because it's so easy to just focus on the short-term satisfaction. And then that is going to rob us of, you know, what we're trying to achieve long-term, the things that we're trying to, you know, do in our own personal, you know, fitness and health journeys. Again, no matter what your specific goals are. So just really just remembering, you know, what's important to you long-term, not just in the short term. And also remember, I know we're talking about the holidays, but these also apply to everyday life. But remember what the holidays are about. It's the people you're with, not the food that you're eating. So that helps you kind of step away from the table, like I was mentioning, and just focus on what you're truly there for. I used to be at the table the whole time, appetizers, dessert, 
I wouldn't even socialize. I cared about the food more than the people because it was straight out of the restrictive time of my life when I was competing and all I cared about was the food. So really remember what's important and remember your goals like Zach mentioned. And I also wanted to just throw in a couple of other tips to navigate, you know, eating out or eating around the holidays just to make sure you drink water all day long because a lot of the foods you're going to be eating are super high in sodium so if you drink water it helps balance out like the weight fluctuation that you're going to experience which I don't recommend weighing in after a holiday either because that weight is just water retention from the sodium or your body's not used to the amount of food you ate the day before if you did overdo it so prevent that from happening drink a lot of water and also we didn't talk about movement because this is all nutrition but with the holidays, something that helps with digestion, because I know a lot of people struggle with digestion, water and getting in some steps after dinner are going to help you feel a lot better the next day. Because like Zach said, we don't want to feel like shit. We want to feel good so we can be around our people and, you know, show up with that energy and just feel like our best selves. So water steps are going to help a ton. Yeah, do not underestimate literally going on a walk. And again, this is obviously kind of side topic, but you know, that non-activity exercise thermogenesis or the NEAT mm -hmm. exercise, you know, those are, those are things that, you know, are highly underestimated. Like just go out on a walk. You know, if you guys have pets, you know, go out, get your steps in. All activity is good. You know, movement is truly medicine. You know, as you move your bodies, it's going to help regulate digestion. Like Christina said, it's going to help, you know, maintain that activity. Even if a lot of you guys, you know, aren't working out during the time of the holidays, you know, just getting activity done, you know, don't just don't just stuff your face and then sit down all day long and, and do nothing, you know, get out, walk, you know, hang out with family, go on a walk with family, listen to a podcast, just move your body. Mm -hmm. That's right. So we hope you guys took a lot of tips from this podcast on how to navigate your nutrition and you can listen to this anytime you have an event coming up this doesn't just apply to thanksgiving or the holidays coming up new year's we want you guys to feel good all year round so if you have a fun weekend where you're celebrating someone's birthday someone's engagement wedding whatever that may be you can use these tips for every single weekend um but you know just focus on what's important focus on your goals it's just one day you don't have to throw away your progress for the rest of the year just because there's a lot of events you can handle it <laughs> yep all right, guys. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. And um, yeah, leave us a five-star review and be tuned in next time.